Everyday Leaders. It is Melanie Ake, and I am coming to you here. It is January the 28th on Thursday, and I am very excited to be live. I have been suffering with an eye ulcer, and oh my goodness, if anybody has ever suffered with something like that, I uh, it's new for me. <laughs> and so I have some new glasses because I have a new prescription and cannot wear my contacts for a couple of weeks. So I have been just trying to rest, relax, and put a cover over my head pretty much for the last uh, several days. Anyway, I wanted to be able to do something fun this week, and I met a fantastic person named Nadine Joy, and she's going to be coming on here in just a few minutes. So I wanted to open this up and just say hello to everyone. How is everybody dealing with January and still with COVID? and start really talking to you about what I'm learning through the Y Institute. And so you've heard me talk about this several times. If you have not taken your Y assessment, if you don't know about the Y Institute, I wanted to share a little bit with you because the Y Institute is changing lives. This is an amazing assessment. If you have uh, ever taken any of the Strength Finders or Enneagram, or uh, Myers-Briggs, or um, um, one of the other ones, <laughs> DISC. And so you know what the profile assessments are. If you're a coach, if you're a, a trainer, you have all had these in your wheelhouse for many years. And so what I love about the Y assessment with the Y Institute is it gives you a totally different perspective of understanding how you operate from your core. And so I've put this on here. Uh, you can go to my website, everydayleaders.com, and take your why assessment today. And what we're doing is I'm collecting all of the people that are taking their why assessments, and then we're having a drawing so that you can actually attend the why workshop. And what we do in the why workshop is we discover the why first, and then we build how you do what you do and why and what you bring to the world. And so it's really great. It's a two-hour workshop, and I offer it every other Sunday night. And it's been fabulous. I'm just telling you, it's been fabulous. If you haven't done it before, uh, I really encourage you to step into this and take it. Hey, Jonathan Howard, how are you? Yes, yes, love this assessment. It is so important to understand your why. Jonathan, you are all things social media, the social life. I had you on here a few weeks ago, and we were just having a great time learning all that you do to train people and to upgrade their level in um, in everything that we're trying to do on social media today, uh, especially through COVID, right? All the things that we're learning. You have a phenomenal group, and you pour into people so much, and I just absolutely adore you, Jonathan. Uh, so thank you for checking in tonight and saying hello. I'm sure you're going to be back on here soon, and uh, we would love to to hear what's going on with you in 2021. Um, also, Clubhouse, right? Clubhouse. Jonathan, we got on Clubhouse the other night. I really am enjoying this app. It is, if you're on Apple, uh, iPhone, or iPad, this is a great social network system. So you can get on Clubhouse and literally I jumped on the first time and I was in a room with Robin Williams' son, Zach, and he was talking about mental health awareness. And it was so fascinating because you can jump into rooms that you have interest in 
and and you can really learn from people that are just having conversations. You can also raise your hand and ask to be a speaker in some of these rooms. And so I think, you know, some of the the things that have been created through COVID are amazing. And uh, so Jonathan, hi, thanks for jumping on here tonight. And we just absolutely love you. Great, great uh, leader of everyday leaders. So uh, thanks so much for all that you're teaching us because we're learning a ton. Uh, and hey, Gigi, how are you? Hello. Yes, Nadine's going to be joining me here in just a few minutes. And oh gosh, Gigi, you took your Y assessment. And oh my goodness, I think I know I have it right here. I know what yours is. Your Y was trust. Oh my. Now, if you all know Gigi, uh, she's been on this program. I've helped her do some virtual summits. Regeline Sabat, she has her couple of books out, bestsellers with Amazon. And uh, God First is her last book. It's the, the book that's now out. And she is amazing because she believes faith is first. And so her first book is Walk With Me. The second book is God First. And what she's doing is just really transforming people and their lives through her company, uh, Life Service Center of America. So, so proud of her. And it's just so fun to celebrate, you know, all these leaders from all over the world that are joining in. And, and really, you guys, we're changing the world. We are really changing the world. And uh, so, you know, John Maxwell just released his new book. His launch is Change Your World. And it's so exciting. I'm going to be a part of the Transformational Tables to lead some masterminds in the Everyday Leaders group here in February. So if you're on Facebook, you want to be a part of that, just let me know. Send me a message uh, at everydayleaders.com and we will get you into that mastermind. So without further ado, I think Nadine is here with us in the room. So excited, Nadine. Here we go. I'm going to bring you on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Can you hear me okay? Hi, Melanie. Hi, thank you so much for having me here today. Yes, um, I am having trouble. I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you. I want to make sure I am too. I can't I can't hear you either for some reason. Ah, hold on just a second. Hold on just a second. All right, we are working on the back end here. Just going to make sure we've got all of the Thing. We've been changing some stuff around, so we're going to make sure that it is good to go. All right, let's see if I can hear you now. Okay, can you hear me? I think it's uh, it's a little better on my end. I still can't oh. hear you very well. For there we go. How's that? <laughs> better, much better, much better. Okay, that's be that's a little better on mine. It's not perfect, but it's better oh, than what it was. So a little bit better. Let me. Uh, I'll scoot up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's back off again. Oh no, I don't know what's happening. Oh, it's back off. Can you hear me now? It's still really muffled on your end. Melody. Oh, oh, that's so strange. It's muffled, huh? So oh. it's not very clear to you. Let me see. We're checking a couple things. Hold on. So sorry. <laughs> I'm so glad you joined. Thank you so much for jumping on here tonight. And you're up in Canada. Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm in Saskatchewan. So most people have no idea where Saskatchewan is. It's above uh, North Dakota in the United States. So <laughs> kind of in the middle of nowhere. In the middle. 
Um, oh, hold on just a second. So, while we are trying to get the audio stuff, can you hear me now? How about now? Can you hear me better now? I can hear you a little better. Yeah, it keeps cutting in and out. So I, I'm missing, I'm getting parts of what you're saying and then the other parts are cutting out. So I apologize if I can't. No, I'm trying to do the best I can here. That's okay. Is it better now? Okay, there we go. Yeah, I, I, it came back again. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, there we go. Okay. Perfect. Now. Okay. Perfect. Yay. Okay, <laughs> oh so sorry. We've been, we've been having some fun here. We are doing some really exciting things that I, I can't wait to share. Not yet, but <laughs> so I really, really glad to have you, Nadine. You are a woman on the move. I just love everything about you. And so I wanted to bring you on tonight, especially because you're getting ready for some things in May that you are starting. So I've got your website pulled up here in the background. I've got your global lead to impact. It's so amazing. I can't wait to hear all about what's going on with you. And uh, so I'm going to start off with, hey, guys, you need to sit tight, get your journals and listen. And if you are catching this on the replay, then you need to catch this on the replay and then contact Nadine because this girl is amazing. So um, psychological health and safety advisor, but that's just the beginning. She is a best-selling author. She has been um, in a book with Kevin Harrington. So let's go Shark Tank, right? And Jim Britt is going to be in part of this global lead to impact summit that you're having. So Nadine, thanks for coming on, first of all, and just sharing all the things that you're doing. And I love your name, by the way. Thank you so much. So I, I need to clarify my name. So my joy is actually my middle name. Everybody asks me, is that your last name? Oh my gosh, you have the coolest last name. So it is actually my middle name. And thank you so much, Melanie. I'm uh, honored to be here today. It's wonderful. So tell us about, you know, you are, you're involved in so many things. You are the chair and founder. I'm going to put this up here on the screen too. You know, the chair and founder of this global lead to impact summit that's coming May 5th and 6th. Uh, and I'm going to share this while you're kind of introducing us to this concept, what it's about and uh, why you're so passionate about being involved in this. Yeah, for sure. So I started this event and I actually woke up one morning and I heard the words lead to impact and I heard that it needs to be needed to be an event. And we actually started the event as a live event here in Canada in the city where I live. And it's so interesting how it's all evolved and how things have changed. Um, so I'm just going to give a brief story on because it's interesting. I think it's worth noting here uh, with the actual event being live and then COVID hit. So we weren't allowed to have, you know, people together gathering together as a live event. Everybody else I knew, all the other events that were planned were canceled. And all I heard was there's something that in, in our message of the speakers that we had that the world needed to hear. So I heard, you know, go and ask all the speakers. If the speakers say yes, they still want to speak, then I have to figure it out. And this was literally about two weeks before the event was about to start. And I thought, okay, I went and asked all the speakers. Every single one of them came back and said, yep, we still want to be involved. We still want to speak. So now I thought, now I have a real problem because <laughs> for those of you who know me, I'm not a super technological person. So I was, I was challenged enough trying to figure out a, a live event, had everything planned, everything was all down to the T and now I had to pivot. And there's that word again that we hear a lot right now from going from a live event to a live stream event with not being technologically you know, savvy and also 
you know, never done doing this before. And it was interesting because as soon as I heard back from all these speakers, the next day I had somebody reach out to me that I had met three years prior in a women's retreat, a conference I was speaking at in Portland. And she reached out saying, you know, to, to her, her list or email list saying, you know, I, I was working in you know, live events, but now I'm pivoting to live stream events. If you need help, you know, let me know. And I'd love to help you with your event. And she's the one that ended up helping. I ended up promoting, you know, her, her logo, her business. And she ended up, you know, creating our entire live stream event in two days. We had everything up and running. So we had everything that was ready to go. And it's really, it's something too. I just wanted to mention that because as leaders, it's so important and so it's crucial to be able to pivot and to be adaptable to the situations that come and be able to you know, make, make things happen when, you know, nobody else is doing it and be that front runner sometimes, you know, just because everybody else isn't doing it doesn't mean that you're not meant to do that. Um, so what, what the lead to impact event is and, and why it's unique, why is it different is basically it's an event that um, I saw where people would come together to experience something different, to experience, you know, speakers that were speaking from the heart, speakers, you know, that were sharing their stories, you know, creating, you know, wisdom, knowledge, you know, things that they've gone through in their life and creating, you know, some type of engaging experience with the audience that was really unique from anything else at that time that was out there. And, you know, I, I saw this, this image of, creating this event where it's bringing together great heartfelt leaders and help to help people where they need help the most. And again, when I say leaders, it's not just CEOs or leaders of countries. It's anybody is a leader because if you're a teacher, if you're a mom, if you're, <laughs> you work at a grocery store, you work with people, which we all do in some way, shape or form, you have an ability to positively impact the world. And it's all about, the event is all about tapping into the on tap potential that we all have inside of us that lies dormant and it's it's something no matter who you are no matter what level you're at we all have some type of potential inside of us that we haven't reached yet i love that because everyday leaders that was my vision when i formed everyday leaders right to have my podcast and then every year have a live event and i i feel what you say when when it's like hey well, how do you pivot and how do you make things in a virtual world now something that you envision live because it's a different experience and you can still bring that same level of quality. You just have to do it in a different way. And uh, because of the value is there, people really need to be able to connect to these people that are real, right? I think that's what everybody has talked about the, during this last year is people are really being real. And that's what we need. It's not anymore this kind of celebrity hype of, yeah, you, you may have been very successful, but really being able to connect on a level uh, with someone that's needing advice, that needs that next level of what are they going to do with their business? How are they going to change their mindset? You know, how can they help their family at home during these critical times of major changes, right? And transformation. So I just really applaud you. I love that you're doing this and continuing to help people learn and pour into them. Thank you so much. And I, I know it's about, you know, when we when we step forward and have the courage to share our story with somebody, right? It's, it's For me, it was the most difficult thing I ever had to do was to tell my story authentically and to share that with the world. But once I did that, it was, oh my gosh, like the doors that, that opened and the people that came back like with gratitude saying, you know, how grateful they were I shared my story that they could relate to that. And then they felt like they weren't alone, right? And I think that's what this event is about too, to tell people, you know, we have, you know, 
we've had the Canadian Mental Health Association. We've had various, you know, people talking about wellness, mental health. There's stories, people who've struggled with suicide, struggled with addictions. So there are real people that are on this event too, real people going through real things and real advice like of how people can really, you know, start taking action towards, you know, the life of their dreams, whatever that looks like. And knowing that there is, you know, infinite possibilities that lie in their life, in their business, in their relationships, in, you know, every aspect of their life, because ultimately it's all connected. Everything that we do is connected. One is connected to the next. There's no separation between the two. It's so important. You know, what you say is that people just need that freedom, right? To believe that it, that they matter first of all, and that they have choices that they, one more step that they can learn to be able to change their life. And so I think, A, it's so important that we share stories. And, and sometimes we forget that just because we've been through something, if it's painful, we're like, it doesn't really matter. I just need to get through this. And gosh, the first time that you speak up about it, you realize that that other person really has so much empathy because they've been through something, maybe not exactly the same, but they get it and they can connect to you and bond in a way that, um, that you may have never been able to do before. And so that gives you that power, that freedom for your own voice. I uh, love, I love, love, love what you're doing. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And it's about too, like, why, why are you leading? Like, why do you lead? What is your purpose? For me, I wrote a book about purpose, uncovering your purpose based on my own life of being a geologist. And that's what I thought I was going to do with my life and growing up super shy. I, I hated speaking. I hated being the center of attention. I still don't necessarily love it, but I know it's about my the ability to share a message with people that can positively impact their life or even save lives, right? Save people's lives. And to me, that's priceless. And it's worth, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone or encouraging anybody who's listening here who might have a fear, you know, a fear of public speaking or sharing their story or are being vulnerable and authentic with things they've gone through in their life. It's just once you, once you reach that realization and from look down from a higher perspective, you see that, you know, hey, it's not, it's no longer about me, right? We don't lead, it's like, I'm, I'm not leading, I'm not doing any of this for me. It's about, you know, all the people out there that it can help. And for me, that's my motivation. I knew when I was four years old, I was meant to help people and make a difference. And I went, you know, 28 years of my life working in a field that wasn't helping anybody and where I was disconnected with who I really was. So I know, Firsthand, I went, you know, from, you know, the bottom rock bottom moment of almost dying because I was working in, you know, a field that I wasn't aligned with to, you know, being the top of the top. So I, I've worked with people who are in homeless shelters all the way up to, you know, CEOs of organizations. So when we have the ability, when we've lived through real life experiences, it creates something inside of us that changes who we are, right? When we go through things and it can be something small it can be something large it doesn't have to be a major traumatic event or abuse or or loss it can be something so little as you know somebody saying something or you know words a sentence that takes five seconds that might change your reality and allow that light bulb to go off in, inside of you and then all of a sudden that's that might be what it takes from you to go from this you know this path over here to switch hey i'm actually ready now to go over here and i'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there it might not be easy but i'm going to do what it takes and uh, I'm going to do that, right? And having that persistence and focus and commitment to be able to get there and do whatever it takes, right? A lot of people don't recognize the steps to get from here to there. And it's just one baby step at a time. It's not a hundred, right? It's one baby step at a time. And then you look back months or years later, and it's it's amazing how 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 much you can accomplish from just taking one step 
every day forward. Well, I love what you said because so it, we we talk about this so much. My clients and we do a Bible study every morning, and this always comes up of how many times do you hear it over and over and over and over? And it's like that two year old that says, "Why, why, 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 why?" They finally get the answer, and they stop asking why because now they can take the action. And it's just like us as adults that doesn't change. We still have to hear that things over and over and over hundreds of times before we kind of get it and it clicks. And so I, I want you to speak into, if you will, just the whole concept of what we've been going through with COVID and people that are suffering with mental health. And, you know, what are you telling them? How are you really recommending for them to connect to, um, to purpose right now? Because it's so difficult. I've I've had, um, you know, many people that have lost loved ones because of overdoses or suicides. And, and I just think of the pain that we're all, we're all suffering that as a country and as a world, because, you know, these things have affected us in ways that globally this impact uh, is going to, to really change the way we evolve. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so as an expert, like really speak into how can people just start to, to work through these things? Yeah, I'm so glad you brought this up. This is a topic that is, you know, needed to be, you know, talked about and not just talked about, but the truth shed about it, right? What's actually going on? How, you know, how are people actually feeling? You know, what's going on behind the surface from what we actually see in the media, in, you know, social media and Facebook and LinkedIn, all these areas, right? Because lots of times what we see isn't necessarily what's actually going on in that person's life. And first of all, I just wanted to say, you know, my con- my condolences to to anybody who is listening to this from the bottom of my heart for, you know, any loss that anybody's been been going through or has experienced that I just my 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 heartfelt condolence goes out to every each and every one of you who are listening who has, you know, lost a loved one or a friend or 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 somebody, you know, a child or whoever, whoever that is in your life, or if you know somebody else who's lost somebody, my prayers go out to you. And I I just, I just send you so much love and, and so much comfort during this time, because I know, I know it's not easy. I I know it's not easy with what we're going through. And it's a lot. And we all have, you know, so many more hats where we're wearing so much more responsibilities, you know, the overwhelm, the stress, the everything in our lives right now from children all the way from children you know not being able to be able to play with their their friends which is so important to their psychological development all the way up to you know you know us as adults like not being able to see our friends and not to be able to go out and you know do do events or or whatever it is whatever it is like just actually seeing people is so huge um so you asked about word of words of advice to help people who are going through uh, this right now, I'm just trying to go through in my mind and formulate because um, there's so much. There's so much you could talk about on this subject, and I, I want to go back to purpose because I feel the very first lead to impact event that we had, uh, Dr. Stephen Stein was one of a guest, one of the guests on our show, and he's out of Toronto here in Canada, and he is one of the top global mental health and leadership experts in the world around what we're talking about now. And there's one thing that he said to me that really stuck that I wanted to share with everybody here today. And it was about, you know, when we are going through, and I I don't even, I don't even like the word mental health. Like to me, when you say mental health, I, I automatically think broken. I think something wrong. I think there's like there's a negative stigma around mental health in our world right now when we say mental health. And I just, I just want to like, I just feel like 
I'm here and what, what I'm speaking about today is like to try and take that stigma out of mental health and let's focus on wellness instead. What can we do to promote wellness in our lives, in our families, in our relationships, in our business? So even saying mental health and then saying wellness, you can feel like the, you're almost like you're being pushed down when you say mental health. When you say wellness, it feels like it's empowering. It, it gives you energy. It almost gives you hope, right? When you say wellness, there's some sort of solution associated with that. Going back to Dr. Steven Stein, what he said was those people. Do you know about the Y Institute? The Y Institute was founded by Gary Sanchez and inspired by Simon Sinek. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake, founder of Everyday Leaders Professional Coaching and Consulting. And as the first certified associate agent in the United States with the Y Institute, now Everyday Leaders can help you discover your why. Go to everydayleaders.com and take your why assessment today. Discovering your why is the essential first step of being an everyday leader. Everyday leaders know their why and live their why. Discover your why. Find out more at everydayleaders.com. That's everydayleaders.com. In our world who are going through some type of, you know, struggles right now, or in any time in the world is the number one thing that helps them is having a sense of purpose and meaningful purpose. And one thing that I've started doing um, is waking up. I do have a, a prayer and a morning routine. You know, I, I do my meditation. I have four kids. So I, I have, this is my time for myself to really, you know, for me, it's about spending time with God and it's about spending time with you know, myself in quiet without distractions, to hear God, to hear, you know, I always ask, this is the question I ask, and people that are listening here, uh, it's so important, you know, you know, asking, you know, what is my purpose today? You know, what are my one to three things that I need to focus on today that are going to bring not only me, but help others at the same time, going back to the whole, you know, serv servant leadership. And it's amazing, like, how, how incredible, like, you know, the, the things that come up in that quiet time that you hear that you would never, ever think of doing yourself. For example, there was one time I was in prayer and I heard you need to reach out to this person. And as a person, a name, somebody I hadn't heard the name of for probably 20 years. And as soon as I was done my prayer, I, I, I've learned to be obedient when I hear things and to take action, take bold, courageous action on what I'm being guided towards. And I, in this instance, I reached out to them and they they said wow i can't believe you just reached out i was just in prayer right now i was going through such a rough time and i you're an answer to prayer is what they said and i didn't realize this but it was about two years later they came back to me and said if you hadn't have reached out to me in that moment i would not be here today because i was thinking about contemplating suicide right in that moment so listening and being obedient to what you hear literally has the potential to save other people's lives. So I'm just really wanting people to really take time out for themselves in silence and quiet that time for themselves, you know, just to listen, listen to your intuition, listen to, you know, the things that you're being guided towards that many times we discount because those things are so important and they have, you know, such an impact in our lives and also have the potential to impact, you know, so many other people's lives. Um, another thing I would recommend is uh, writing down your thoughts of, you know, what, you know, say, for example, for a 24 hour period, 
any thoughts that you have about yourself or about somebody else that are positive or negative, doesn't matter, you know, start writing them down, whether it's on your notes, on your phone, you know, on you know, a journal, a book. Uh, and then after the 24 hours, you go back and you tally all of them. You put a P by the positive thoughts and then an N by the negative thoughts. And then you tally them all up together, notice at the bottom, and simply just observe what you see without judgment, without criticism, just noticing what you see. And it's amazing. And again, going back to depression, all depression is is living in the past, reliving the trauma, reliving the event over and over again. Every time you think about that, it's like your body is going through that event, physiologically speaking, as if it's actually then, even though it might be five or even 20 years 20 years before that moment um, so and then anxiety is living in the future right when we live in the future and we worry about the unknown we have fear of the unknown when you know that's what creates anxiety so allowing this time for yourself and quiet to stay you know still calm and peaceful it allows us to bring that really sense of inner peace and allows us to connect back to who we are and then for me it's you know about connecting with God and my relationship with God and and deepening that even deeper um, to, to know where I need to take action on on that day. And sometimes, you know, just having one thing that you you can work towards that day, especially when you're going through struggles, is like literally can change your world, you know, upside down. Mm-hmm. Wow, that powerful. I'm going to read this because um, I know some people may be listening and not watching. If you're on YouTube or LinkedIn or Facebook, Uh, This user's Facebook says, great discussion. Wellness has been a hot topic within the majority of organizations I'm consulting with. So thank you for the dialogue. So see what you've done tonight just to impact that one person, right? So important. Uh, Angela Wood here. uh, Yes, passion for wellness and giving and that showing how to have it with people. Yep, it's so, so important. And uh, let's see, Jeff Hancher's checking in here. Uh, Yes. Oh, it was yours about wellness. Excellent, my friend. Yes, it's so important. You know, these topics come up and I think a lot of times people shy away just like they do, you know, like who's going to label them if they say I have a question about wellness or mental health or psychological stress. And, And I think we can't deny that we've all gone through it at some point, right? Because nobody is used to being in quarantine unless you've been in the military and then you've practiced this. And I think so interesting talking to people that have, you know, experienced this isolation method because you have to, because you don't know when you're going to need those strategies. And so, but for all the rest of the world, you know, we don't commonly practice to just go into isolation. And so then being fearful, not just being isolated, but being fearful of when you can go out and be normal to go to the grocery store or maybe try to go out to a restaurant or go to a park, but still knowing that you have all these restrictions and you're fearful that you don't, you can't see what may be attacking you, right? And this virus. And so we have so many things that are going on with whether we're strong individuals or not, you know, at some point we can have a bad day, right? We can have a bad day and say, now I'm afraid. And so if we stay in that fear, that's what I love that you just took us through is live in the present, don't live in the past or the anxiety of the future. Just live right now and journal about those things so you can capture, you know, the strengths that you have and and really step into that and be that encourager for your friends and family too, right? That's so important. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and reaching out to those people right now who you know are alone is really important, right? Those are the people and and not just them. It's it's everybody right now. There's not there's not I read an article the other day and it was talking about, you know, what we're going through right now and it said there wasn't one person and I can attest to this. There's not one person no matter, you know, who you are, no matter what you do, no matter what your title is, you know, what area of the world you live in, there's not one person on this planet who is not going through some sort of mental struggle right now with this pandemic in our world. So know that you're not alone. This is so important to know that you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. That there's so many other people who are going through this. And it's so important right now that we stick together, that we bring together people and unite within human connection. And I always say, um, I actually just finished writing a book called Love Is, A Guide to the Power of Love. And you mentioned fear. One of the things I talked about in my book was how fear is simply just love turned upside down. So when we focus on, you know, this, you know, infinite love, unconditional love for ourselves first, you know, it allows, you know, ourselves to fill our own cup up first and then overflow so that we can help so many other people around us. But it's important to have self-care right now and really look after yourself, look after what you need. Right. Because we all have, again, so many more hats that we're wearing than ever before. This this human connectedness right now and being authentic, being vulnerable, you know, allowing ourselves to be real, be raw. Right. Just being who you are without the masks, stripping away the masks like the physical masks we're wearing, I think, is actually a symbology of, you know, the masks, the invisible masks we've been wearing for so long. And now it's coming to the forefront with all of this for self-reflection time so many of us have had to really think about, you know, what's important? Who am I? Who am I really? And why am I here? You know, what is my mission? What is my purpose? What is my, what is my destiny here on earth? And how can I start moving towards that? Even if it's just these little steps at a time, it's so important to really understand that and start, you know, being more self-aware as to who you really are. And like what, for my story, I forgot who I was and I repressed who I was from for 24 years, from age four all the way up to age 28, I had lost who I was because I repressed it because I did not want to be different. I wanted to be like everybody else. I'm just here. I want to tell everybody who's listening to this today that it is great to be different because <laughs> ever since I've stepped out of that comfort zone and just into all of the gifts that God has given me and all the uniqueness, all of the things and the reasons why. I am different and how that's a good thing. And I went 24 years of my life thinking and believing the lie that being different is bad and it is not bad. Some of the greatest leaders of our time were different. They were not like everybody else. So don't be afraid to step out of that comfort zone and be different. I love that you said this because I'm telling you, I just got certified with the Y Institute not long ago. Uh, several months I've been studying this and Simon Sinek I've been following forever. And I think about, you know, when you know your why, right? We say, when you know your why, what you do has more impact. Because I was teaching a class today and I said, for, for my whole life, I thought I was a contributor, right? I show up, I add value, I do this, I do that. And then I learned that I was a challenge. And because everything that I did, like you said, right? You don't feel like people are accepting you because you were challenging them, challenging the status quo, challenging everything that you showed up to do. And it was like, well, nobody really wants to be challenged. Everybody wants to stay in their comfort zone. So for many times you're like 
you're just doing it on your own. You're creating things, you're being innovative and you're just living who you are, not realizing that that is such a gift. And so when you have to step into that, my goodness, your world does change when you start to own it. Right. Oh when my you gosh. Absolutely. I, there's not one part of my world when I stepped into that, that, you know, gradually changed. It's a journey. It wasn't all overnight, right. Where everything changed, but it was a journey of gradually, you know, changing the way I ate, the way I thought, the way I talked, the way I related with others, right? The way I did business, the way I looked at, you know, the world as a whole, the way I do everything, every part of how I was living my life and the lies from, you know, childhood. I just wanted to mention this real quickly too, because there's not one person that hasn't been affected as an adult by something that has happened in their childhood, whether that's trauma, whether that's abuse, whether that's you know, whatever that is, something somebody said to you, a teacher, you know, the media, music, movies, right? We're impacted by all of these. I, I like to call them almost imposters that are <laughs> projecting onto us as children and that we take in internally as our truth and we carry it with us into adulthood until we, you know, have the awareness to see how we're acting, how we're behaving, that that's not necessarily who we really are. And then at that moment, have the choice to have the awareness to be able to change that, to move into something different and become, again, all of who you're meant to be, you know, step into your potential yeah, and, and full potential of who you really are. It's amazing when you start to change that narrative in your mind, how it really does just open up. It's that simple. Uh, I've got a question here from Jeff Hancher. He says, small to medium-sized business leaders are not well-equipped for all of these discussions so that we're having tonight. So what do you recommend for them as a resource? Yeah, that's a great question. And this is something that we've noticed a lot right now in organizations that uh, I've been working with because communication right now is, and I want to go back to communication, right? As being like one, a number one or number two or top three um, top qualities of leaders or, you know, even in small to medium organizations that we're working in. Um, the first thing I would say is, you know, to help with, you know, bridging the gap between management and employees and opening up the gap, opening up, like allowing the leaders in those organizations to become authentic, to, you know, let them know with transparency what's actually going on in that organization. So everybody in the organization is on the same page and understands, you know, when there's a struggle, when there's something that, you know, maybe the CEO or the management team is going through that everybody understands, okay, well, now we know, now we understand, you know, where, where that's at and also to open the doors so that when they're going through something, when they're going through, you know, depression or anxiety or, you know, the loss of a family member that they feel it's safe and they trust to come to their manager. They trust to go to the CEO to talk to them that that door is open and that trust is there and they don't have to fear losing their jobs or they don't have to fear being, you know, guilted or shamed or, you know, you know, being embarrassed of their situation that they're going through. Um, I do know that there is, um, you're asking for resources for that. Um, I'm just trying to think of the name. There's a website called, I believe it's workplace and I could be wrong, but workplacehealthstrategies.com. If you go to that uh, website, it, there's, or .ca, it's one of them, .ca or .com, uh, there's some phenomenal resources for uh, businesses and mental health and wellness in general that are on there. And uh, yeah, if you want to reach out to me, um, I can provide some other um, resources and I'll give Melanie the, some more resources too to post on, the, on this event afterwards for you. Awesome. So remember, if you're just following this, um, you can go to NadineJoy.com to, to contact her 
And I have on the screen here your book, Love Is, A Guide to the Power of Love, which is on pre-sale right now. So there's so many ways that you can contact this woman. <laughs> she is a wealth of information. I'm telling you, we have got so many. Jeff says, thank you very much. That was wonderful. Um, you know, I think this is such a topic, right? And in your book, how do you, um, when you started writing this book, what were your thoughts about, was it before COVID or was it influenced through COVID that you started writing this book? So I actually have been writing this book and I just finished about a month ago for the past two years. <laughs> so okay. yeah, it was well before COVID hit and there was many modifications, many things. So uh, those of you who have written a book, I'm, I'm sure you can attest to those. And those who haven't, um, there was many chapters that I wrote in the book. And as I went through that needed to be modified, there was actually three or four chapters I ended up taking out. I ended up rewriting chapters. I ended up because it needed to be so specific in what people are needing right now and requiring for support around love that I wanted to make sure that it was, you know, this, this is the content that we have in there. Like even down, like being a scientist, one of the chapters we talked about was uh, me and my four kids, uh, we created, so you, I don't know if you've ever heard the, the book, the, you know, hidden messages of water, but they, there's a, there was a lot of experiments who have done on water and how they crystallize, you know, you know, some of them were told, you know, the water was told, I, I love you. Some of them were said, you know, told, I hate you. And they froze the water and they found that the ones that I said, I love you had a perfect crystalline structure. And the ones that said, I hate you had, you know, it looked like a blob. There was no crystalline structure whatsoever. So I wanted to prove this theory and I wanted to see for myself because I never believe things until I actually try and, <laughs> try and prove them myself. So I said, you guys, I said, kids, we're going to plant pea plants. And, you know, here's a pot here. Here's another pot here. We took four seeds, planted in the exact same soil, the exact same conditions, exact same size of and we had a little cup that we would give the exact amount of water in the same windowsill. The only difference was the one pot said love on it and it was taped onto the container. The one said hate. And every morning we would wake up and we would literally, you know, just praise love over this one plant. We love you. You're such a great plant. You're going to be fruitful and produce all these delicious, juicy peas and all this stuff. And uh, we can't wait for you to grow up and be strong in this you know, amazing plant. And the other one who said the exact opposite, you know, I hate you. You're, you're awful. You're, you know, I just wish you would just wither up and die. You're never going to produce any fruit or any peas or anything. You're just going to like, you're nothing. Right. <laughs> so we'd say this every morning for, you know, you know, six weeks, I think it was. And then we ended up where the one plant and this, this absolutely astonished me. So actually seeing this firsthand, and this is no word of a lie. The one plant was about, I think it was like 12 inches high, had like 20 some peas that were on it, that we were actually starting to eat off of it. Uh, we had eaten quite a few. The other plant was literally about this high and it was all brown, had never produced any any type of pea, not even one, not even one flower. And it was about that high and literally ended up withering and dying and produced nothing. So it's just the power of love. It's all about the power of love, the power of God's love, the power of you know love in our world. It is so powerful right now. Uh, and the message that people need, like to know that they're unconditionally loved just as they are. And it doesn't matter what you do, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, what religion you're from, what country you're from, you know, what your title is, that you're loved simply because you exist. You are here on this planet right now. That's why you are loved. Nothing else. So there's, yeah, there's, there's so many things that we talk about, even like versus love versus less. What is the difference? Um, we went, I went through a whole study on, you know, how our love evolves through time from preschool age all the way up to, you know, working with 
people in nursing homes and, and you know, describing how our love changes as we grow older through our experiences. Um, there's just honestly a wealth of information that people, you know, and you know, how to, how love grows fonder, like how to learn to love when you've never been loved as a child or you never had that model to you, um, how to teach children to love. Like these are just ones that are coming off the top of my head, but there are things in, in my own life that I've had to deal with and then my clients' lives that I knew were real life issues around love itself. Mm. That is powerful. You know, you said something, so because you're a person of faith and so am I, and when we're doing our Bible study every morning, we, we talk about this so often is the 10 commandments, mm-hmm. right? So if you're a person of faith and you're thinking, okay, we've learned the 10 commandments all of our life. And we go back to the one that says, love your neighbor as thyself. And how do you do that if you don't really love yourself, right? It's not about checking the mail. It's not about going to the grocery store for them. It's not about driving them to a doctor's appointment. It's really being able to know you love yourself so that you can love that neighbor in all crisis. And, and so we, I think we forget about that. And so with your book, I just think it's so powerful to really think into like, how many times do we catch ourselves and go, Oh, well, I'm doing that because it's the right thing to do. But is it really coming from the right place? Right? Yeah, absolutely. And it starts, it starts with you. And I tell this to my clients all the time, you know, you can only help somebody else. And that goes with love. You can only love somebody else as much as you love, or you've worked on yourself, right? Your wounds from the past, your love, right? How much you love yourself is literally how much you can actually love other people out in the world. And it's so powerful, right? You don't, you don't realize it until you actually go through and observe your thoughts and sometimes you notice and you might not notice but for me when i did that exercise i realized and this is years ago now that predominantly you know all of my thoughts all day long were negative like who do you think you are you're not good enough like who do you think you are you know to be able to write a book like you're not anybody famous right you're never gonna (laughs) all these lies that come up that you're like wow I'm like really hard on myself, right? (laughs) And you just have no idea until you have awareness of where you're at and then take inventory on, you know, okay, this is where I'm at. And again, with no judgment and simply just, you know, acknowledging that's where you're at and that's okay, that there's, you know, no judgment from yourself or anybody else and allowing yourself to, okay, I'm ready to move to the next step, whatever that is, you know, maybe that's, okay, I'm going to catch my thoughts and I'm going to turn them into something positive, right? It's like, you know, oh, you're so stupid. I can't believe you made another mistake. You know, recognizing that we're all imperfectly perfect. There's nobody that's perfect. And that was one thing that I had. I was a perfectionistic person that everything had to be perfect. And it paralyzed me from doing anything until I realized, hey, nobody's perfect. And people don't want perfection. They want real. They want people to be real. They want, you know, somebody who's gone gone through experiences that can relate to where they're at and not somebody that, you know, shows up perfectly with their hair done perfect and their their makeup and like everything. People can't relate to that because that's not real life. And literally, as we called, we're on the call, right? So I was like, oh, my gosh, literally, it's like perfect example. It's like, oh, my gosh, give me two minutes because I thought we were doing a call and we were going to be live. So I was like, okay, I can do this. I I can get ready in two minutes if I have to. (laughs) I have no It's crazy, right? I mean, the thing is technology, we've got so many different ways to communicate today and you go, okay, what's the right way, right? And so we say we have to meet everybody else where they are and we have to kind of adjust and we have to pivot. And so we're constantly doing that. And I think right now I was just teaching a class on Monday night about 
how Zoom is really just exhausted everyone. We are so, because we have to pay attention and we're focusing. And even if we're just in half dressed, right? <laughs> even if we're just with a sweater in our pajamas, the thing is we have to still show up and pay attention. And so learning some of those strategies of like, you know, cleaning your desk before you have a meeting and acting like you were really in person to try to, you know, pretend, you know, put yourself in that situation, but it's that mindset so that it can get you a little bit stronger because there are so many things that we're doing for the first time that we've got to just realize, Hey, give yourself grace, right? Because we're not going to know maybe how to do it right the first time, but maybe if we fail a little bit, give ourselves grace and try it again, we're going to get a little bit better and a little bit stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And I always say there's no such thing as good or bad. I said, there's just, you know, who knows type moments, right? Because looking back in my life, when I got so sick that I almost died, I would have said, wow, in the moment, that's a really bad moment. I had the most excruciating pain I've ever had in my entire life. But I look back now, right? Well, now you're out of that. You can look back from a higher perspective. It's like in an airplane as you go up. You're in the clouds for a while, right? But that's the darkness. That's the area where sometimes we have to go through. But if you keep moving forward, you keep pushing forward, you press forward, eventually you get to the other side of the clouds and the sun is there again, the light shines bright and you're able to see clearly again. And you're able to see not only clearly again, but the lessons and all of the things and the great things that have come out of that situation that you, you know, most times it's so far beyond your wildest dreams that you could have never comprehended that would ever happen in your life. Mm. I love this conversation. This was perfect timing. You know, when you say you wrote a book because you had the, all of this on your mind and you edited it and you did all this and I'm a big John Maxwell team member and supporter and I love him because of his messages and he constantly says, like, if you don't write that book, you're not going to be able to reach people that would have never heard your voice. And so I really applaud you for this because getting this message out from your heart, it's so important because you're going to touch so many people, even by doing interviews and just speaking up like, hey, this is what I think because this is what I've experienced. We all need to be doing that because it can really just, like you said, that one person that hears it that says, I was about to do this. I didn't have any confidence. You were the one that I finally did listen to. I heard that voice. So how yes, that's right. And it can just take, you know, 10 seconds of somebody saying the right thing that you need to hear to change your world, to change your life. Right. It doesn't, doesn't take years or months or days to do that. It can be the right person at the right time. And that again, for me, it's the perfect divine timing, right? Whoever's listening to this right now, you're here for a reason. There's, there's no coincidence why you're here listening to this podcast tonight. And there's no, no coincidence why Melian and I connected to share this message with all of you here tonight either. And it's something that, you know, sometimes we just have to trust in, you know, the situations that are happening in our life and know that, you know, they're happening for a greater plan and a greater reason. And, you know, surrendering our control to what we think the outcome is meant to be and just allowing ourselves to surrender and trust and let go of the things that we're holding on so tightly in our life. And sometimes it's the most difficult thing that you'll ever have to do. But once we let go, we, we take that tight grip that we have in our hand and eventually we start, you know, allowing it to loosen up. And then pretty soon, you know, it's like it's been set free. And all of a sudden, then you can you're able to to, to now, you know, feel freedom, feel peace, feel like, you know, there, there is some type of 
you know, deeper purpose or deeper, deeper meaning to why that had happened and then start moving towards that and sharing that story with, with others. Because like Melanie just said, you never know who that story is going to impact or the lives that that story might change or save in the process. No, you can finally breathe again, yes. right? When you've been through it, you go, I can finally breathe. I'm finally free. Mm. Nadine Joy, you're a joy. <laughs> you are just amazing. I'm going to put some information back up here on the screen for those of you that are watching on social media, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, you can go to the lead to the number two impactsummit.com and find out all about registering for this that's coming up May 5th and 6th, 2021. Will you come back and tell us how the summit went? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I would absolutely love to. I would love to to hear about that. And then, you know, for your book, so Love is a Guide to the Power of Love. It's on pre-sale now. Go to Nadine Joy, N-A-D-E-N-E-J-O-Y.com. So if you're listening to this, uh, you can go right there and order her book because I think you're going to learn a ton and it may just change your life. So give it as a gift. Valentine's Day is coming up. What a perfect way to celebrate love with those that you love. So I actually have a surprise I want to share with you guys like to give to your audiences like so anybody who orders a book um, my love book I, I'm actually going to if you want to order it as a gift or whatever it is I'm actually going to personalize it for you for a gift for anybody that reaches out to me um, from this and I haven't done this before I just want to really you know oh. support anybody who just wants to spread that love right now in our world because it's needed so much right now. Oh, you're awesome all right guys you hear that Let's go. Let's get those orders in. And um, thank you so much, Nadine, for everything that you do. And we are going to be big fans and followers. And anything that you have to share, resources, um, please put these in the thread on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, anywhere that we can uh, get this word out so that we can, again, resource the people that we love and keep them healthy and well. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great night and be safe and keep wearing your mask. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to hearing back from you after your event too. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you. Thanks for being an everyday leader because we know that everyday leaders do change the world. And your vision is so parallel mm -hmm. to what I saw is trying to step up and have a bigger voice. So I just really love celebrating you. You're just a wonderful human being mm -hmm. and I wish you all the best. Thank you. And you as well. And thank you for doing what you do and, and creating this awareness through this podcast. Thank you. This has been a Joe Studios production.